32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted sports nutrition advisors. Welcome to this week's edition of 32GI Sports Nutrition with myself, the fact of David Katz and, of course, Mark Wolf, 32GI Director and Nutritional Expert. Mark, great to have you on, as always. And this week, or January, I think, especially in the Southern Hemisphere, it's back to school. And a lot of parents are like, what do I give my kids for breakfast? What do I give them for lunch? And it's, it's very important because you want your kids fueled throughout the day, especially if they're going on in the afternoon to do sports. So straight off, I was wanting to know, basically breakfast of champions what would you advise people to give their kids for breakfast if they know they're going to be at school and then have school sports afterwards uh Dave, first of all thanks very much for having me again on the show i um it's a very good question and i think that uh, it actually needs a little bit uh, of explanation because first of all children are quite fussy in what they eat uh, i know that from personal experience uh, each child has got different tastes and textures that they prefer I think also the problem with many parents is that um, there's a lot of stress going on and uh, difficulty in uh, time management and preparation of proper meals. So maybe we can also take that into account. Uh, I know a lot of kids actually also skip meals and they only eat their first meals at school, which I completely disagree with um, based on uh, the fact that you actually need to kickstart the day with, with a proper meal. What I would generally recommend to most parents is that uh, the children should be fed something of the lines of a, a decent protein, definitely a decent fat, and uh, maybe uh, slightly lower on the carbohydrate side. And the reason I say this is that uh, there's no reason to spike a children's blood sugar levels uh, before going to class because what's going to happen is that they will actually see a dip and then it's going to impact them from a concentration point of view and it will definitely impact them from an energy level perspective. And then suddenly you get a child that's very tired and staring out the window and not able to focus and uh, it's not a nice spot to be in because generally a lot of schools um, have quite a bit of time up until the first break. And I mean, I think they have uh, a, a large number of le lessons until the second break or until lunchtime. And what you find is that kids don't get to eat as frequently as they would like to. And many schools don't allow children to eat in class, although there are a few exceptions. And um, if this is the case, then you need to actually plan out a, a child's, I would say, fueling strategy for their day at school. So starting off with something that's probably a little, more, a little bit more sustainable, uh, and I would go along the line of probably eggs and avocado or salmon or, uh, you know, maybe a full-fat cream cheese, etc. but something that's a little bit more filling that keeps them full for a lot longer, um, just as an example. However, a lot of children might not like that, and they might like to go for a cereal or a porridge. And then in that case, a lot of parents tend to find instant cereals which I'm completely against because they're actually completely loaded with sugar and I don't see any nutritional benefits to a processed food. I think we, we all know how, you know, my take is to keep food as natural as possible and I would suggest rather, you know, not being lazy and rather taking your time to prepare a meal it takes an extra five minutes. It's not a major, uh, you know, it doesn't add major pressure to the day but actually just listen, look at uh, maybe some uh, rolled oats uh, or even a gluten-free rolled oats simmering a little bit but don't just leave it like that because oats on itself most children don't like and it needs flavor and don't go and add sugar to the oats rather go afterwards and add some nut butter add some berries add some full fat yogurt 
add some cinnamon if you want some flavor, or some vanilla powder, um, uh, add some nut butter to provide some protein and a little bit more fat to the, to the product and actually give it some substance. In other words, take some foods and make it into a nutrient-dense meal that allows a child to feel full and stable for a lot longer. Uh, and if you do that, they won't really feel so much, they won't feel so much hunger until the break where they can actually eat, uh, whatever you've prepared for them that day. Um, however, if you don't provide them a proper meal that at least actually stabilizes their blood sugar and allows them to stay a little bit fuller for longer, you're going to get a child that is really battling in the, in the classroom environment. So I think breakfast is a very, very key meal and I advise definitely not skipping it. In the case of children that actually train in the morning before school, and there are plenty of children, I mean, we deal quite a bit with the swimming schools, um, they do train and exercise um, in the morning, uh, could be an hour, two hours even of hard training, and then they actually go to school. Um, it's very critical that that child recovers immediately after that session, and that means eating a proper recovery meal immediately after that session, or taking some sort of recovery a shake or smoothie immediately after that session and then actually having maybe a second meal or second snack before the onset of school in order to be able to stabilize them properly because that child is even at more risk for having a dip uh, in the morning. So I think that uh, that pretty much sums up, you know, from a morning perspective. And Mark, looking at uh, carrying them through the day, as uh, the principle theoretically would be the same. They've got to keep their stores up by eating throughout the day and, and keeping those energy levels and that blood sugar up. So I presume the, the basis or, or core of the meal would apply the same throughout the day as it would for breakfast. Well, I think uh, a parent needs to consider what time their child's going to be finishing school and also what time they have uh, got available to eat during school. So is there one break, is there two breaks? And then plan accordingly. If they've had a decent breakfast in the morning, then the first break could be quite a nice snack and the second break could be probably a bigger meal or the other way around. You could have a decent meal um, or a smaller meal in the, in the first break and then another snack in the second break. And, 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 and I really, really need to suggest that those meals are from a health perspective. There should be a fruit in there. There should probably be maybe some sort of a vegetable in one of those uh, uh, breaks. And, and the other thing is, is that um, they shouldn't be loaded with Nutella sandwiches and uh, peanut butter sandwiches all the time, etc. Um, really try and make that meal count because the more nutrient-dense your meal is for your child, the far better that child will be from an energy level perspective, from an immune system perspective. They'll be a lot stronger. And don't ever underestimate the value of the nutrition you're giving a child because it does impact them and you have complete influence over what they're going to be eating during the day. So it's very important. Yes, I agree. Um, smaller snacks maybe through those sessions. Make sure they're healthy snacks. And then prep them for a decent lunchtime meal. If it's after school and now they're going to participate in sport, you need to take that into account as well. So maybe their second break snack needs to be slightly higher in carbohydrates to be able to fuel that session after school because, again, the energy levels now are not demanding just uh, a mental focus but also physical energy as well in order to be able to uh, participate in their sport. And... In that case, I would suggest that them, you know, making sure that they have something to nourish on off, uh, I mean, after school before their sporting uh, practice takes place so that they actually, actually fuel for that session. One of the most critical factors I haven't spoken about, which is, I mean, we've spoken about food. I think one of the biggest things is actually speaking about fluid intake as well. Uh, make sure your child has a water bottle and that they hydrate completely through, uh, uh, through the onset, through the day. Um, there are a lot of uh, schools which don't allow children to drink in class. I think it's absolute nonsense because a child does need to stay uh, hydrated 
And I'd love to get access to schools to convince uh, teachers to allow even kids to actually snack in class, but some schools just do not allow it. But every child is different, and it's just a matter of trying to find what works for them and what doesn't. And obviously playing, playing around to see what they like and what they don't like. Uh, there's so, so many options in the market. I mean, one of the things that, that we've got just, just as a matter of interest in the 32 GRN is a, is a completely natural food bar, which is nuts and fruit, and it's got protein in it. And that makes an absolutely brilliant snack um, uh, during the day because it's, it's, it's loaded with goodness uh, from a, a nutrient perspective, and it's completely natural and it's healthy, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. So there, there's a food bar option, for example. Uh, there's many, many varieties of options available, and it's just a matter of going out there and searching for them and trying to find what's best for your child. Well, Mark, I was going to mention hydration because I've heard stories of parents being called to come fetch their kids from sport because they're throwing up and the parents ask them and the basically the kids have had nothing to drink all day. So as you mentioned, very important that hydration uh, plays a role there. And uh, we're out of time for today, but I want to ask you another question going forward. So we'll get on to that in another edition of the podcast. And that is related to the Endure drink because I think it's a good one for kids. I personally live on it. But from Mark Wolf and myself, Mr. Actor David Katz, we'll catch up again with you next time. 32GI Leading sports nutrition provider Focused on health and performance 32GI Trusted sports nutrition advisors